0: When you're making a film, you usually do so for the commercial or critical success, but when you take on an acting role, you do it for one more thing, and that is the glory of winning an Oscar. But even though some of these actors tried their hardest to win an Oscar, unfortunately, most of them came up short. So let's take a look at them, who put in the hours, the effort, the blood, sweat and tears, only to walk away with absolutely nothing. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 actors who tried like hell to win an Oscar, but failed. Number 10. Tom Cruise, Born on the 4th of July After blasting his way to the A-list with 1986's Top Gun, Tom Cruise was anxious to prove that there was more to him than just shirtless volleyball scenes. His next two movies, The Color of Money and Rain Man, were both Best Actor Oscar winners, albeit for his co-stars Paul Newman and Dustin Hoffman. As such, Cruise clearly had his eyes set on the Oscar as soon as he signed on for director Oliver Stone's next film after Platoon, which itself was a huge Oscar winner. The star was cast in the lead of Ron, a real-life Vietnam War veteran who was paralyzed in combat and ultimately became an anti-war activist. Anxious for authenticity, Cruise and Stone were both reportedly keen on the actor having some form of temporary paralysis induced. As no safe means of doing this could be found, Cruise had to be content with just-going method, remaining wheelchair-bound whilst filming the post-injury scenes. It unfortunately didn't pay off for the actor, though. While Born on the 4th of July bagged him his first nomination and grabbed the Best Picture and Best Director Oscars, Cruise lost out to Daniel Day-Lewis for My Left Foot. number 9. Jim Carrey, Man on the Moon Jim Carrey was another actor who, having achieved superstardom in the early 1990s, was keen to stretch his wings a bit further and close out the decade with some awards recognition. 1998's The Truman Show offered up his first solid evidence that Carrey could indeed do a lot more than his standard rubber face shtick, and it won him a Golden Globe but unfortunately, no Oscar nomination. On his next feature, Carrey would throw himself more aggressively at a character than ever before, taking on the role of famed US comedian Andy Kaufman for the 1999 biopic Man on the Moon. As has since been explored in the documentary Jim and Andy the Great Beyond, Kerry remained in character as Kaufman for the duration of the production. Given that Kaufman had a knack for causing chaos, this of course resulted in a chaotic and uncomfortable work environment for many on set. Behind-the-scenes footage from Man on the Moon was actually withheld from public view for almost 20 years over concerns that it would make the bankable star look like an ass Hole. While the performance won Kerry a second consecutive Golden Globe, he was once again overlooked by the Academy, who still haven't given him a single nomination. Number 8. Christian Bale, The Machinist It seems likely that Christian Bale smelled Oscar gold on the horizon when he signed on for 2004's The Machinist, and went to shocking extreme lengths for a film which, in all honesty, really didn't actually need such an approach. Bale notoriously dropped weight to dangerous levels, allegedly eating little more than an apple a day for his role as Trevor Resnick, a factory machinist suffering from long-term insomnia which has taken its toll on him mentally and physically. Eager to be true to the script, Bale dropped a shocking 62 pounds, although it's since been suggested that Resnick's scripted physical measurements were supposed to be of Cosner himself, who at five foot six is somewhat shorter than the 6' Bale, which meant that Bale actually had no reason to go so drastically thin. Without this shocking physical transformation on Bale's part, it's dubious that director Brad Anderson's efforts would be all that well remembered, as it's a fairly run-of-the-mill twist-based psychological thriller, the likes of which were actually pretty commonplace around the turn of the century. Either way, the Academy overlooked the. Machinist. But Bale wound up getting his first nomination and indeed win as Best Supporting Actor in 2011's The Fighter. Number 7. Sylvester Stallone, Copland Sylvester Stallone has got something of a checkered past when it comes to Oscars, and indeed with mainstream respectability full stop. While his 1976 breakthrough Rocky won Best Picture and Best Director, Stallone had to be content with just nominations for Best Actor and Best Screenplay. In the years after, Stallone's move into schlockier, blockbuster territory with the Rocky sequels and Rambo saw him lose that early critical respect, and by the late 1990s, Stallone was anxious to claw back some of that credibility. So therefore, Copland seemed ideal. Stallone was cast as the well-meaning but simple-minded sheriff of a small New Jersey town which scores of high-ranking NYPD officers call home, and who uncovers a widespread corruption ring among them. As well as casting Stallone amongst such dramatic heavyweights as Robert De Niro, Harvey Keitel, and Ray Liotta, the role also pushed him out of his comfort zone, requiring the famously buff star to get out of shape and gain 40 pounds. None of this, however, was enough to wow the Academy, who ignored Copland entirely. Stallone wouldn't even get another nomination until he played Rocky Balboa a seventh time in 2015's Creed, and there again he would unfortunately lose. Number 6. Sharon Stone – Casino We can already see a bit of a pattern emerging here. Actors achieve massive mainstream success, then crave awards recognition, and this was certainly the case with Sharon Stone, who, having spent most of the 1980s in the B-list, or indeed lower, finally broke big in the 1990s with Basic Instinct. After taking on a number of roles that cashed in on her newfound sex symbol status, Stone decided that she wanted to move up in the world, and what better way to do that than by teaming up with the Goodfellas Dream Team of Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro, and Joe Pesci for their next next crime epic. Stone was cast as Ginger, wife of De Niro's mobster Ace, whose duplicitous ways and increasing alcoholism play a significant role in her husband's downfall from grace. It's a showy part which Stone clearly makes the most of, and perhaps surprisingly she wound up garnering Casino, its sole Academy Award nomination at the 1996 ceremony, with Scorsese, De Niro, and Pesci completely overlooked. But she went home empty-handed, however, with Susan Sarandon taking home the gold for Dead Man Walking. And since, Stone has never been nominated again. Number five, Mickey Rourke, The Wrestler. Any way you look at it, 2008, The Wrestler was a major career highlight for Mickey Rourke. It just didn't wind up sparking quite a professional resurgence that many had expected at the time, and that Rourke himself was doubtlessly hoping for. The role of Randy the Ram Robinson echoed much of Rourke's own career. After rising to superstardom in the 1980s, a combination of bad professional choices and personal missteps saw him fall from the limelight, leaving him physically crumbling and anxious for redemption. While the role deservedly saw Rourke win rave reviews and a slew of awards, it has widely been speculated that the actor's outspoken, non-PC public persona, not to mention the decision to promote the film by participating in that year's WWE WrestleMania event might not have gone over that well with the Oscar voters. Rourke lost out on the Best Actor Oscar to Sean Penn in Milk, and when Penn is deemed the safer, more respectable choice, you know you're in trouble. After a few high-profile roles in the years that followed, such as Iron Man 2 and The Expendables, he has largely returned to obscurity. Number 4. Judi Dench, Mrs. Brown There seem few ways more certain to bag oneself an Oscar than being a long-respected actor taking on the role of a prominent historical figure. And if you're a British actor, it most certainly doesn't hurt if the figure in question is a monarch. Years later, this would prove to be the winning combination for Helen Mirren in The Queen and Colin Firth with The King's Speech. Yet, to the surprise of many, it didn't lead to an Oscar for Judi Dench on 1997's Mrs. Brown. Director John Madden's film marked Dench's first time playing Queen Victoria, a role that she subsequently reprised in Victoria and Abdul, and centres on her then-scandalous friendship with with Scottish servant John Brown, played by Billy Connolly. The role won Dent rave reviews and awards from the BAFTA, Golden Globes, and the Screen Actors Guild, yet the Oscars that year somewhat controversially went to Helen Hunt in As Good As It Gets. It's widely believed that the Academy acknowledged their error by giving her the Best Supporting Actress Oscar the following year, this time for playing Queen Elizabeth I in Shakespeare in Love. This despite the fact that she only had around six minutes of screen time. Number 3. Daniel Day-Lewis, Gangs, of New York. Admittedly, it seems a little unjust to include Daniel Day-Lewis here at all, as the only man in the Academy Awards history to be named Best Actor three times, he clearly hasn't been left wanting in that department. Even so, expectations were high around Gangs of New York. The 2002 film marked the British actor's first role in a five-year hiatus, and by all accounts, director Martin Scorsese had to work hard to lure him out of semi-retirement. Still, once he accepted the role of Bill the Butcher Cutting, he went full Daniel Day Lewis on it, and this meant staying in character throughout the production, even off set. Taking professional training in butchery and knife throwing, wearing a glass eye, which he trained himself to tap with his knife without actually blinking. Day Lewis went up against some pretty stiff competition at the 2003 Oscars: Jack Nicholson for *About Schmidt*, Nicolas Cage for *Adaptation*, Michael Caine for *The Quiet American*. But to widespread surprise, all of them lost out to the comparatively unknown Adrian Brody for *The Pianist*. Still, the following decades day lewis win the best actor oscar twice for there will be blood and lincoln so it's hard to feel too bad for him number two angela bassett what's love got to do with it as we've seen taking on the role of a prominent real life figure is often a surefire way to oscar's success particularly when the role in question gets into hard-hitting subject matter this was very much the case on 1993's what's love got to do with it the biopic of music icon tina turner which centers largely on the years of abuse that she suffered at the hands of her ex-husband Husband, Ike Turner. While it's hard to envisage anyone but Angela Bassett in the role of Tina, the actress was actually cast pretty late in the day. Bassett had only a month before production began to get the distinctive singer's moves, mannerisms, and voice just right, although she did end up lip-syncing on the songs with Turner's own vocals used. The role also required performing grueling scenes of domestic violence, alongside Lawrence Fishburne as Ike, who cited Bassett's casting as a key reason in accepting the role. However, these scenes inspired controversy, with questions asked about how true to life they actually were. Bassett and Fishburne both got Oscar nominations, but neither emerged victorious. That year's Best Actress award went to Holly Hunter for The Piano. And number one, Will Smith, Ali. Once again, many of the key components of an Oscar win are present and correct here. Take one established popular star eager to gain respectability, cast them as a noted historical icon, and just wait for it to rain awards gold. Unfortunately for Will Smith and director Michael Mann, this isn't quite how things turned out with their 2001 biopic of legendary boxer Muhammad Ali. It certainly wasn't for lack of trying, though. Two years of preparation went into this. Smith trained in boxing and beefed up to match Ali's physique in his heavyweight prime, as well as training with a dialect coach to get down those distinctive speech patterns. He also extensively studied the tenets of Islam, which so heavily informed who Ali was. But while Smith's performance garnered plenty of praise, he ultimately had to be content with just a Best Actor nomination, losing out to Denzel Washington for Training Day. History repeated itself in 2007 when Smith landed a nomination for The Pursuit of Happiness but lost out to Forrest Whitaker for The Last King of Scotland. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe.